You're listening to Pigs in a Podcast, the official K-Pig podcast featuring interviews with your favorite new and classic pig artists. Here's Jamie Coffis with a recent interview from Neighborhood Night. Radio KPIG 107.5 uh, Freedom, KPYG 94.9 Cayuca San Luis Obispo and KPig.com streaming commercial free. It's Neighborhood Night. And that's brought to you you by New Leaf Community Markets, rooted in the greater good since 1985. And I am happy to uh, welcome into the sty, Miss Adria Castellano. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. This is really exciting. We're happy to have you all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. I'm from here, but I live in Nashville now the last year and a half. Yeah, we were talking about... Talking about the move, uh, we already did like a whole interview that was unreleased, <laughs> uh, but we'll just have to rehash all that. But it, it sounds like, an, you know, that's exciting. That's a big move. You know, Santa Cruz has got its own charm for sure, but it's, you know, Definitely. you know, it's small. Yeah, it's, it is small, but it's really special. There's a lot of really special people here doing, making beautiful music. And I love coming back, honestly, like. There's nothing like Santa Cruz, so feels good to be back. That's I, I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> so you were back. You did a couple of gigs locally. Yeah. You were at the Crate Place over the weekend. Yeah, it was my first time, so that was like kind of a milestone for me because um, I've been going there since I was a kid or like you know able to get in there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I played a, a bunch on the Monterey Peninsula, Carmel, Monterey. Um, and I'll actually be back at Bernardo's Lodge and Spa on Saturday from 12 to 3. So I have a couple more shows happening. That's a cool way to do it. Just come out here and play a million shows and then yeah. go back. Yeah, it's actually like very validating to come back because I think in Nashville, people are so used to there being music everywhere that mm. they're just kind of like, eh, cool. But whenever I play here, people are really into it and clapping and like engaged in it and it feels really good to play <laughs> everybody applause is great yeah that's why we all do it it's a little validation that never hurt anybody <laughs> um all right well let's let's hear a tune and uh, plenty more to talk about i'm interested to hear about uh what it's like to move out there and all that but uh let's hear cool. some music okay cool this song's called angel Ashes 
just don't care if we belong He'll never play it, but I gave him this song Cowboys don't stay anywhere too long Oh, oh, heaven might not take him But I know he wouldn't care He's probably dancing with the devil Wearing flowers in his hair that in santa cruz okay so that's a santa cruz tune it's a santa cruz tune all right let's go let's go back a little bit um uh let's let me i want to hear the story let's where did it start what was um you were in santa cruz for a while and why you know what so yeah give me you know let's go back to the beginning i guess okay so I grew up here and I was always a musician at heart, but I like just was very private and secretive about it and um, shy, honestly, like it was always a very personal thing to me. So I just felt really protective about it, I guess. And then um, I was working at a bar, the med, and um, I was just there all the time and I, I was happy in a way but I felt like guilty all the time that I wasn't really doing much with my life and what I really wanted to do was music and I just kind of never let myself take that leap and then when COVID started and everything shut down I was at home and I just started writing more and playing more and pretty soon I was playing I was writing songs like every single day I started putting them online and then that kind of got some attention, which was cool. And I realized that um, people were really connecting with the music that I was making and it kind of helped me come out of my shell and feel like, you know, I had something to say and um, I was able to start playing around town, started making money, didn't have to go back to my job. So that was like an incredible feeling. Um, And then I just kind of like kept building on that. And I went to Nashville just to visit a friend. And I had this whole epiphany when I was there. Mm -hmm. Like I just knew that I needed to be there. And so I came back home and a couple, I think it was like another year or maybe even two that it took me to get to Nashville, but I finally did. And I pretty much sold everything I had except what I really needed and gave the rest away. And then, um, drove cross country, landed 
slept on an air mattress for like eight months and just did it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're describing a fantasy that just about every musician has probably ever had. Like, you know what I should it's do? It's funny. Is I should quit. I should sell all this stuff and I'm like, get out of yeah. here. Yeah. I didn't really did realize how intense it was going to be. Mm. Like I just had my mind, my eye on the prize. And then it wasn't until after that it hit me because I was like, damn, this is really hard mm. and like scary. And I didn't know anyone. And I, you know, I was used to making more money and having like what I needed all the time. And suddenly I was like having to decide like, okay, do I want gas or do I want to like, food or what you know <laughs> making these like decisions i hadn't really had to make as a young person yet mm. i mean yeah it sounds hard but the, for something it sounds like you just you kind of were able to push it i mean like i was saying this is something we all yeah. kind of think about this we were talking about it before we went on air it, for whatever reason it's just it's there's too many reasons to not but you were right. able to compartmentalize those yeah. and just and just do it and that is so awesome yeah. i admire that a lot thank you that's cool um and you said something i thought was really interesting which was that no one in your family plays music and yeah. you felt like you didn't really have like a so where where were your mentors like you seem like you know you, yeah. you have a a way you know just hearing that song it, it's not like a you know you seem like a student you know you seem like <laughs> something pro about it you know Thanks. there's something you know it's clinical in a way so i just wonder yeah. where like where do you think that where was where did it come from um well i kind of a big question I yeah think. it is so i've had mentors in my life at certain points like um Stephen Walters was a is a songwriter. I don't know if he still lives here, but I saw an ad in the Good Times when I was like fifteen and for songwriting lessons. Uh. And so we started, you know, my mom like scraped together everything just to like have him come over and we'd sit down and that he really taught me a lot on guitar because mm. I had that was a not an instrument that I wanted to really play. Mm. Um it was really hard and I just like, but I wanted to do it. I didn't want to like rely on anyone else to play for me. So um, he was a big mentor. And then um, Cabrillo College, I took pretty much every music class I could. And so I had a lot of great teachers like James Durland was a great teacher that I had. Um, and church was probably my first introduction to oh. music. My family went to Inner Light. And so, you know, there's kind of like a little bit of everything going on there. Um, but just like making that connection that music is something that is for your soul. And um, I also just, it's all I think about. <laughs> like, it's really, it's, I love talking about it. I love thinking about it. I find... I find it like it's like a puzzle or like yeah. a math problem. And that's really like how, like, I love the way that a song comes like naturally out of you in this mysterious way, but then you can apply these sort of technical lenses to it. And I have a very analytical brain. So that's what I do all the time. And I kind of like tweak things. And was it always, was it always a puzzle? Like, did that kind of come into 
to form after a certain time yeah. or did you always? No, it, it wasn't always a puzzle. Yeah. Um, for most, like when I was young, it was just, it's all about self-soothing mm-hmm. and it was all about you know, expressing my feelings. And I didn't really think about who was going to hear the song. And then later on, um, you know, I've like, I'm kind of realistic and I just look at it like, okay, there can always be a better idea. You know, I try not to be too attached to anything. And I also feel like it's my job to constantly be getting better. So I kind of have more of a, yeah, like a clinical approach yeah. to it now. And that kind of shifted. Like once I started doing it as my profession, mm. I t- took it a lot more seriously and I started, you know, developing myself. It's an interesting thought. I mean, it's something that I've, I don't think I've ever quite put it that way. I mean, I literally was just talking to somebody last week, Slade Cleves, that was <laughs> saying like the same. It's like, it's really? a puzzle to me, you know, like, yeah, it you is. know, and I, I, I totally relate to that. The, the idea that it wasn't always a puzzle, puzzle, I think, is kind of interesting. Yeah. Because I, I can think of a time when, like, you know, like you said, it was self-soothing. You're right. just kind of doing it for fun, like yeah. something that you catches your ear. And then over time, right. you kind of get you get some craft. Yeah. And you start to once you can kind of apply that. I mean, that's the process is ongoing as you've described, but. Um, but that's an interesting thought. And you kind of like realize you can you can look at your songs from before and realize why they worked. Right. You know, it's all it's a lot like being in school where you once you start learning about theory, which I I should really go back because I don't remember any of it. But once you start learning, you you look at, you listen to your to the, your favorite songs differently, and you're like, oh, this is why. Yeah, I mean, works. a lot of it is a lot of it is intrinsic too. You know, like. There's a lot of theory that you probably knew, you know, you knew before you knew it. Right, exactly. And, and so to kind of, in some ways, it's a little bit, I can, you know, something I've talked about with other people is like, it can be sort of constricting the more you learn in totally. a way. And the best songs break all the rules anyway. Yeah, right. So <laughs> if you got to, it's, it's a battle between those two forces. Right. You know, the clinical side and the just the crazy weird side totally and trying to marry those which is you know i think something you described as ongoing process it's fun i love it's a fascinating conversation for sure. i love <laughs> I, you know just like you i love talking about it and thinking about it yeah. uh, but let's hear let's hear another tune okay um so i wrote this song when i was working at the bar and i really wanted to fly away um, but i had to kind of like change my whole way of life so it's called one-way flight
don't get to have it Ooh, I can be cool, I can be free And I don't need the poison You have to be you, but I can be me I've got choices story right there <laughs> that's that tells it. the story pretty much cool so all right you're in nashville now the plane's landed yes and uh so i'm here you said you're working on a record um what's it about a year and a half you've been there you said i've been there about yeah about a year and a half and i'm sure you've you've met some folks and, i have and what finally like yeah <laughs> i mean that's the that's the thing it out there right yeah, every, yeah it's all about the collaborative right. process was right. that something you you you'd done before, or was were you comfortable with it? Um, no, not really. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, a weird co-writing one. Yeah. never. Usually in Santa Cruz, like I would be the one to write lyrics, mm -hmm. and someone would just have either have music already, or we'd make it together. Mm -hmm. um, so moving to Nashville was my first time working with people who were just writers, and um, also my first time like around bluegrass and just all these other types of music that I wasn't really exposed to here. Um, yeah. And it was like uncomfortable. It still is, but it's yeah. also very educational and fun and exciting. And I think one of the things that's good, like, for me is I don't have to be so precious about my music anymore. Like it's my special little thing Man, I do. That's been like the word I've been, that's like the buzzword. <laughs> I've been saying yeah. Th this. Uh, yeah. Like it's so true. Like, yeah. Everyone's playing, everyone's playing yeah. together. It's not that big of a deal and it's mm -hmm. really fun. Yeah, totally. Um, it, but people don't quite, I mean, this, this idea that you're just gonna, you know, meet some stranger and like write us. I mean, obviously right. they're not strangers probably. You've had some kind of, uh, Sometimes they kind of But maybe are. sometimes they are. Who knows? I mean, I haven't done it much, but just yeah. the idea of it, like, that's... I mean, maybe people do think it sounds weird, but, like, like that's... I mean, that's scary. Like, that it's in itself... It's very intimate, yeah. And how can you... I would have a hard time, like, like, one, like being t totally honest with that person and right. with myself. Like, you're it's kind so of performing funny. for yeah. them, right? Well, In yeah. a way. 
I have this experience all the time because I feel like I'm always the one who ends up with the the thing that we're writing about because I'm like, I'll just, which I don't like. Sometimes I'll go in and I'm like, okay, I just want to be there to support the other people. I'm going to listen to what they want to write about and we're going to create a song together. I don't want to talk about my own problems or my own life. I don't want to like open those doors right now. I just want to do the job and go home. But it seems like every time I have that feeling, that's when it all comes out and we end up writing a song that's very close to home. And it's just funny how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be available to be vulnerable like that with people because that's where the, it's all about finding the truth and what's real. Mm -hmm. And you can write about something that, doesn't exist or like create a story, but in that story, what is true? Like something has to touch. You're always going to come back to, yeah, the right. subconscious, you can't, you yeah. can't get away from it. Yeah. It seems like it's something that's, you know, comes pretty natural to you. seems, I mean, but that's, it's, it's not an easy or natural thing to, to kind of let that, let that subconscious kind of get mm-hmm. out. And especially with other people, at least that's my, that's yeah. my opinion, but. It's always been a way because I can be very detached from my own feelings like day to day. A lot of times, like for moving to Nashville, for example, um, I didn't think I was scared. I didn't think I had any feeling about it. I just saw that I wanted to do it and I did it. And a lot of times in my life, I don't really know what I'm feeling until I sit down and start playing. So that's kind of the gateway for me. So I always, I can sort of lie to myself all the time, but when I sit down with the guitar, I can't anymore. So that's interesting. That's cool. Really cool. (laughs) Um, How's the? (laughs) It's sad and beautiful, and and, uh, yeah, and all that. (laughs) I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm learning how to merge the two. I think you're figuring it out just fine. (laughs) How's the record going? It's going so good. I'm so excited. Cool. I'm so excited. I'm working with a really amazing producer and we're kind of like keeping it tight, you know, just close friends. And Mm -hmm. um, it's very, very cool. I feel really lucky to have access to such amazing musicians and it's, it's amazing. It's, right on. It's fun. And it's also, we're recording really close to my house. So I feel like. You get to come home I to your know. own air yeah. mattress. <laughs> I have a bed now. Oh, but. good for you. Cool. <laughs> yeah, Living really the life out the there. Yeah. <laughs> the glitz and glamour of Nashville. Yeah. My old housemate ended up, she got evicted and she left her bed. And so that's how I got my bed. Aha. So things are looking up. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. I mean, excited to hear these songs with like a band or whatever it is you guys do out there in Nashville. But like, <laughs> I don't know, like a dobro or something. But there's like, a yeah. There's a lot of more pedal steel in my songs than mm. than I had imagined. Are you like the the weird Santa Cruzan person still, or do, are you fitting in more? Um, I don't even know. Because, yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, I don't think I've quite found my musical people. Mm. Um, like, 
I don't know how to say that. I'm around a lot of Americana and bluegrass, which I love, but I don't, I don't think I totally fit into those categories at all. Like I'm obviously not bluegrass. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't really like gotten acquainted with the indie scene yet in Nashville. I would say I'm kind of a mix of indie pop Americana. I don't even really know. It's yeah. Open-ended. Yeah. It seems like it's more, and we were talking about that as time goes on, all this stuff kind of melds anyways. And yeah. And like you said, you know, our buzzword precious, you know, you don't really seem to, to, yeah, that's, I think it's a good way to be just kind of let it, let it happen organically. Right. That's what's been fun about making this record is like, no matter what, I'm going to have this beautiful memory of being in this place at this time with these people recording these songs mm-hmm. and like whether or not, you know, I don't think you'll ever get the perfect version of a song. You just have to like, yeah. let it go and love it for what it is. And it's a timestamp mm-hmm. in your career and your life. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, do you have time for one more? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Adria Castellano uh, here on Neighborhood Nights. Okay. Let's hear another tune. Okay, this is like my favorite song that I've written. Oh, okay. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's fun. Okay, cool. Okay. died in those eyes if i wasn't before now i know i'm alive we broke a few laws and got on his bike when we're going that fast think i feel god Deeper, I'm doing to myself. 
my favorite too. Nice. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, Adrian Castiano, it sounded so great tonight, and it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, and likewise, and, uh, it's been so fun to meet. And um, uh, you have a couple more gigs in town before you head back, right? I do. Um, I will be posting about them on my Instagram. Um, it's Adria Sings, A D R E A Sings. Uh, that's it. Actually, it's kind of Adria Sings on everything. Okay. Um, and I'll have like all of the information there. Everything's happening really fast. Yeah, I, no, no. These are kind of like recent bookings, so I don't quite have everything it's, memorized. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but for sure, I'm playing at Bernardus Lodge and Spa in Carmel, 12 to 3 on Saturday. Okay. Um, and we'll, you know, we're going to keep an eye on you and we're looking forward to, you know, send us those recordings when I you will. get them and we'll, we'll be happy to spin them here. And, you know, next time you're in town, come on, come back on the radio. Woo. All right. And, uh, you know, if you have a couple extra air mattresses, the Coffins Brothers might need, <laughs> might need a few come September or something. When, you know, we'll, we'll hang out in ready. Nashville, maybe. <laughs> you should. I have would you like been to. There? We're working on it. You oh, know? my gosh. I haven't been there, but we're, I think we're. Got you plans. A, you have a couch. Okay, cool. That's better than that's better than usual. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. Adrian Castellano, uh, neighborhood night. Thank you again to New Leaf Community Markets. And uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you around. Thanks again, Adria. Thank and, you. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Let's get back to some pork music here on Pig. I got a hog call for you. Thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast. Remember to check out the entire archive at kpig.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and we'll send you the newest episodes automatically as soon as they're ready. Thanks again, piggies. <laughs>